Welcome and thank you for tuning into the Joy Tutor Podcast. I am your host, Joanna Williams. Together, we will unpack, learn, teach, and celebrate the journey of emerging entrepreneurs and courageous trailblazers. Let's dig in. Hi, welcome to the Joy Tutor Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Please introduce yourself. I'm so excited to hear more about you and your business. I am honored to be here, to be in your presence. Um, my name is Tamara. I am the owner of Designs by T. I am a Brooklyn social worker. Um, so I'm a social worker by career. And um, I started this t-shirt line, um, really birthed it out of, of a place of uh, community and to help and give back to homeless families in Brooklyn. So I had to come up with a creative way to fund um, giving back to families. And this t-shirt line came out of that urge. I saw the need, I saw what families needed, which was really concrete things. They needed toiletries. They needed money to do laundry in between getting their public assistance check. They didn't necessarily need food because they'd get you know food stamps for that, but concrete things for their kids. And you know, God has been amazing. In starting this t-shirt line, I've been able to give supplies to families. You know, I drop things off. They don't really know who it's coming from. I'm like the secret Santa and it, it feels good. It, I wish I could do more and that's my motivator. Mm-hmm. When I think of growing my t-shirt line, I think of doing more for the community. So it's really not about me. I really think this t-shirt line is my ministry and God uses me and he uses this t-shirt line to reach and touch people. But it's fun. It's been a really, really good journey thus far. A lot of challenges, but you only grow if you try. And I definitely think I have stepped up and, and I'm trying. I'm learning every single day. It's, it's definitely been a journey. You definitely can't grow in a comfort zone, right? No, no <laughs> happens there. <laughs> yeah, it's when we truly step out in faith and do something that really challenges what makes us feel comfortable. And I absolutely love and appreciate how you definitely not only saw a need, but said, you know what, how can I take action? How can I make an impact and create the change that will definitely reach beyond your own scope of doing social work? You just stated, I mean, that in itself is helping the community as well as giving back. How did you decide the t-shirt business was a way to help you fund outreach for the community? That's a good question. I think I thought of different like fundraising activities. I don't know if it was a blog that I read or something that I read and I just started looking into like, well, what's the cost of a t-shirt and what's the profit margin? And I just, it was like a lot, maybe God put it in me, but I, I don't know where it came from, but it just sounded, it felt right. It felt solid. And I'm like, well, I don't know how to print a t-shirt. I don't know how to design. I All the I don'ts and I don'ts started surfacing. And literally, if he gave me this vision, he has literally put people in my path to make it happen. Like from the print shop, from designers, from going to pop-up shop, I've done so many events and just like divine connections, I say. So I'll meet one person and they'll introduce me to someone else and strangers. Sometimes it's people on Instagram that will DM me. My social work friends support me. So they send me information. It's just, it it started with this vision board, you know, and 
you know, they say, put it on paper and it'll happen. And it really did. It really manifested itself. And I started setting goals like, okay, well, I need a printer. Um, I need designs. I need to have a place to sell it. I need an Instagram. It took me a while before I even had a website. Then I needed a Facebook account. It's just all the steps just started coming together. And even now I have a coach. I have two coaches. Um, so they help me with the mindset work around it. And then the actual work. Um, I'm in a couple of stores now in and out of New York. Like literally, it's unbelievable. Like God is amazing. Even my friends are like, T, you're really doing it. I'm like, well, God's doing it, you know? So yeah. I'm just humbled. I'm humbled that he chose me to be the vessel to do this. Uh, and it feels good. It feels right. Um, and it feels like I'm walking in my purpose. Um, I know there's more. He requires more of me. And in this season of expansion, you know, I'm just praying like, what's next? <laughs> Because everything that I said I was going to do with it, I've done it. And now, you know, I'm looking for bigger partnerships, more corporate collaboration, because of course the profit margin is larger um, in that venue. So yeah, like if 2023 goes as planned, what I'm putting on paper, it's going to be dynamic. You know, what is very enlightening and empowering about your story and your journey is you did not allow the I don'ts to stop you, meaning I don't have funding or I don't know how to create a website or I, I don't have a printer. The mm -hmm. I don't oftentimes stop us or slow us down to the point where we are not moving forward. But I just love how you definitely embrace the I don'ts and flipped it, which feels more like an exploratory adventure. Okay, I don't know how to <laughs> let right? me figure I don't it know out. How to start. Someone out there knows, and it's really aligning yourself with the experts. Well, someone did this before me, so let me go to their site or to their page and find out how they're doing it. I'm in these Facebook groups with women helping women. You drop a question in there and people are like answering and I'm like, oh, so it's not as complicated as I thought. It's a new way of thinking, right? So we're traditionally, we want to see things in front of us. And this is like an act of faith. It's like, okay, let me start and things are going to manifest. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm talking about this is like a faith story because only God could have made this possible. I had no skills. I knew nothing, you know, just... I wasn't even a business major. I knew nothing about marketing. I, you know, I could barely balance a checkbook, right? So it's like to start a whole business, it's like, wow. And I'm constantly learning. I'm in this space of growth. So I've identified the things that I'm not good at that um, where there's a knowledge deficit. And I like, I'll watch YouTube videos or I'll research it. And that was my strength. That was the natural skill that I brought to the table being able to figure things out, right? And that has served me tremendously um, in this season and in this space and not beating up yourself. You know, I do a lot of mindset work and it's really, what are you thinking and what are you feeling about this business, right? Being honest, like there's some days that I just, I'm like, why did I start this? My life could have been simple. <laughs> like I came and complicated it and I, I'm reminded of my why, like why I started, what's the purpose behind this? Someone out there is waiting on something. I can't quit. It's not really about me. I'm just chosen to do this. That's humbling, but just growing. And I felt like I've grown so much in this space. And 
I'm excited to see how much more I'm going to grow. Like there's still a lot that I don't know. I'm dealing with the corporate space now in terms of getting my merchandise into stores and that merchandising process. That's a whole, I'm like, oh my God, this is a full-time job for someone, right? Getting the hang tags and codes and shipping and knowing what's the best way to ship and what if the package doesn't get there and just all the logistics behind it, you know, and I really appreciate the fashion industry. Now, when you see someone with a a t-shirt or clothing in my mind, there's a whole production behind this thing. It's not what, just what you see. So, um, it's exciting. It's been exciting to really learn and push myself and grow and, um, accept the fact that I don't know everything. I am not the expert in this, um, but I am willing to, you know, I'm teachable and that's, that's, that's the magic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, you are many things. You are resourceful <laughs> yeah. because you said not only are you teachable, you said I roll my sleeves up in so many words and I go out and I do the research. And that is a huge key part of moving beyond, you know, not knowing, especially we have the internet. It's long gone are the days where we had to get on the bus or get in the car or the train and commute to a library. Uh Information is right at our fingertips. We don't have to even go to a computer anymore. Uh We can pick up our phone. Uh Come on now, YouTube University, Google, and the Facebook group, social media, definitely opens and removes barriers for entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs to enter into a certain field or start their business. And of course, there's always work to do. Mm-hmm. However, if you are flexible and resourceful and change what may feel like a challenge of what you don't have and flip it to say, well, how can I, instead mm-hmm. of I don't, well, hi, how can I start this? Mm-hmm. How can I market or how can I promote myself? Or how can, how can I create the graphics? When you change your mindset to your point around mindset work, mm-hmm. it, it is key. It's the foundation. Yes, definitely. You know, and there's a, like uh, New York City has a small business mentorship programs now that are free. You have a question, you can call. They have people that volunteer their services and time. I, I almost feel like there's no excuse now. Like if you don't do it, it's because you don't want to do it, right? There's yep. no excuse. And yeah, there are challenges. Some areas are easier to maneuver than others, but what's life without a challenge, you yes. know? <laughs> yes, absolutely. I want to touch on social media. What has been your relationship with starting and growing and fostering your business? Social media has been like a new extended family. It is the easiest way to get your product or your service out there. I've connected with people locally, internationally. Sometimes people find me from social media and I'm like, where did you find me? Or she's like, oh, I was on Instagram and I saw you. I'm like, wow. So it's just amazing the reach, the hashtags, that hashtag thing is real. What you post, people will find you. Learning who your target audience is. Social media has been great, like especially during COVID. Um, when things were shut down, people were like, I would post things and people would still order shirts. And if they were local, they'll come pick it up. And I thought that was like amazing. I actually learned the most during COVID. I learned what people think and how they shop online and what they look for. 
whereas COVID might have impacted other places, it actually helped me because it forced everyone, everyone was online and on social media. So it forced you to look at my product. And once you look at it and you engage with me and found out what I'm about, people subscribe to my email list and now they're followers. People are purchasing now. Something magical happened during COVID. It forced me to get a website and like really get digital and get ready for the online space. Brick and mortar stores are good, but with prices and everything going up, like there's nothing better than clicking online, getting your product shipped to you. I call myself the local Amazon. <laughs> I'm always trying to run competition. Like, can I deliver it quicker than Amazon? Like, where do you live? How local are you? I'll drive it to you and drop it on your porch, right? So social media has been great. Like just connecting with other business owners or other organizations that might need my service. It's been, it's been great. I wish I could do more of it. It's really time consuming, but it's just, it's, it's been good. It's been good to me. I, I must say that. So from a practical perspective, mm-hmm. how do you use it? Are you, did you create a Facebook page or Instagram page, TikTok page, and you started creating posts and you set up a shop where if users see your ad or see your post, they can click. You can shop through my Facebook page directly. You can shop through my Instagram directly, or you can shop through my website, but all the links, they're all um, merged. Either way you can, you can shop. So it's, it's, it's so user-friendly and accessible. Um, you know, I, I coin myself as positive and motivating. So not only are you coming to purchase something, but you're going to get an inspirational quote. Um, something to motivate you for the day, um, some interesting fact about um, a social service um, program or a social problem. That's the education piece. That's the educator in me feeling like, you know, I have a responsibility as a social worker to educate others on different topics, right? And this is my way of merging motivation, spirituality, and community and really like giving all of me, but in different ways. And, and, Uh, That's the creativity. That's the magic um, in the room. Um, I am in a couple of stores out of state, so I do um, promote those stores. So if you're in Maryland and you want to actually come and feel what the shirt feels like, you know, I'll tag the store and they'll know where to go in. Um, So that has actually helped me. Like after being in one store, a customer would find like, "Where, where else are you located? And Um, Or um, I saw this other black store and then I would reach out to the owner and network that way. So I've had customers help me expand my brand, which is just amazing. I, I, you know, I thank her all the time for that, but it's been good. It's been good. I, I, the, you know, the internet is just wonderful that, you know, people can say other things about, oh, it's not good for stores, but for small businesses, it really, it really can help um, elevate your brand. Most definitely. And before I move on to any other questions, I would love for you to give those stores a shout out. What are the stores that your t-shirts are currently in? So I am in Sister Shop and that is, uh, there's two locations. One is in Elizabeth, New Jersey, and the other one is in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, The second store, it's Grand New Market. That's like on Flatbush in Brooklyn. It's a local Black-owned boutique. I am in Curate Noir, which is in Morristown Mall in New Jersey. Philly Shared, um, and that's in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And I'm missing one more. 
Oh, one of the other stores that was recently closed down. He's uh, pivoted to an online space. So that's it. I'm in four uh, retail locations, a couple other applications are pending. What type of t-shirts? What, what is your branding? I have um, an array of designs. Um, I love using Next Level, the quality of their um, t-shirts. They wash well, they don't shrink. Um, and I have a lot of positive, motivating quotes. Um, so I, it can be from I am queen, black girl magic that sells, you know, pretty well. Melanin poppin. I have unapologetically black. I have a male design and I have a female design for that one. My top seller right now is dope brother, son, father. And then I have the female version to it. It's just interesting that design came out of a conversation as a social worker. And I'm like, you know, fathers don't get a lot of recognition and they do dope things that I was like, let me put this on a shirt. Let me see what it looked like. And initially I didn't think it would sell. I went to a pop-up shop and one of the guys kept asking for it. And I'm like, I'm like, he's like, you don't have any more of that size. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm, you know, I'm focused on my other top sellers at that time. And he kept asking about it. I'm like, what is it about this shirt? This guy keeps like harassing me. So it, it forced me to pay attention. I'm like, oh, well, you know what? You got to give the people what they want. <laughs> so I really started pushing it and it's been doing pretty well it's with that particular design because it's not just the design, but the messaging behind it, what it means for yeah. um, families and communities of color. And of course, the social work in me, you know, I would coin myself like an empowerment brand. If you want to match with your husband or your boyfriend, I have something for that. When I put on a t-shirt, it's like I'm setting the attention for the day mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. how I want to feel. So uh-huh. just, you know, some of the intention. I love it. I love it. Yes. <laughs> it sets the intention for the day for me. So I definitely love some of what your quotes are, just the empowerment behind it, the community. We need that. And speaking of community, my Joy Tudor podcast family, there is a common thread between entrepreneurs that I'm noticing is what gives them heartburn is social media, that it is very time consuming. It is tedious. It is cumbersome posting the engagement, putting content out there, content development. What has been your experience when it comes to content development and engagement with your followers? Planning out my content. I worked with my coach on what is the message that I want to send? Why do I want people to connect with my brand? And What's the best way to to send that message out, right? So for me, it's a lot of the posts, a lot of quotes, a lot of inspiration. I want people to know um, the mindset behind the designs, the mindset behind the business. And even if you don't buy a t-shirt and you come to my Instagram and you see a post, that might be your motivator for the day for you to do the thing that that you're called to do, right? So anyone that's purpose-filled or maybe in between making decisions, you may read something on my Instagram and you're like, you know what, that spoke to me. That That's pretty good. I mean, I usually have a blog attached to it. You can plan your content. What, you know, what do you want your brand to represent? And you write those things down and you can schedule the post. So you, you know, okay, every Sunday I'm going to schedule my post for the week or for two weeks. There are apps that help you and utilize it if, if they're there for a reason, right? So don't overconsume yourself with it. Engage with it. It's a, a method to get your message out, but it isn't the only method. And keep that in mind, right? So what if Instagram goes down? You still need Facebook. What if Facebook goes down? Now I'm trying to develop a YouTube and a, my Pinterest is growing. 
as you can see where the traffic is coming from. So really educate yourself about the logistics. And at first it's overwhelming, but watch YouTube videos and there are other people out there really explaining it um, beautifully to you. Just keep your mind settled while you're doing it. Don't get, cause this can, this work can really make you anxious um, and try not to be anxious. Don't come, you know, you can look at other people's pages, but don't compare yourself too much. Just understand the logistics and post like right now, you know, I should be doing more lives. I don't, I really don't like lives. <laughs> That's just, you know, I'm, I'm very low key. There are other ways to do reels without, you know, showing your face. You can post your thing and have music on it. So I'm, I learn creative ways, you know, around it. It's just, it's fun. Have fun with it. And just think of the end result of what you want. Who do you want to reach? So you're setting the intention while you're posting. So you know, it's not just a regular post. This post, I want to reach this woman. I want to send this message. I want to promote this design. So every post is, is like a footprint in the sand, I call it. Right? And then when you yeah. look back at my page from when I first started, I was like, wow, I've come a long way. My first post, it was like dark. You couldn't see anything. It was like poor lighting. I'm like, wow, I've definitely come a long way. And, and there's, there's going to be more. I'll learn more and I'll, I'll do better. <laughs> to piggyback on what you said about planning out your content, it's taking a day out of the week. Um, what I am going to start doing, I used to do it, but what I'm going to get back into is scheduling my posts for the week or two. Um, Hootsuite is a really good resource but I'm exploring Canva right now so I'll in a later ep podcast episode I'll let my listeners know you know which one that I do I favor the most but Hootsuite and Canva seem to be an option for me right now do you use any particular applications I use Planoly and uh, Canva so my assistant like I'll send her what I wanted to say and she does the graphics for me on Canva I like Canva because it saves everything that you do. So you don't have to like, oh my God, I can't find this. Where did I put this? So Canva's pretty good. And they have, Canva even have workshops. They'll email you on their marketing team of upcoming webinars and different things to train you on how to do things on Canva. And there are other people that are having like Canva classes. It's like a boot camp. It's just, it's yeah. I, honestly, there's no excuse not to learn. <laughs> if you don't learn, it's, that's a choice. You've made a choice. And there's a new university called TikTok now. Uh -huh. um, and I now see um, entrepreneurs who provide lives showing live demonstrations of creating graphics and mm -hmm. copy, you know, using the Canva tool. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, there there isn't an excuse. A lot of times it's like we're in our heads too much and mm -hmm. it's like, past projections or rejection or failure or fear of failure or fear of success oftentimes that can often hold people back but the resource resources are there that's the point i'm making plenty of resources out there for us to use facebook groups i want to touch on that i believe you and i connected through the women helping women mm. entrepreneur group mm -hmm. And for me, my experience in the entrepreneur-based groups, themed groups, I should say, they're kind of noisy in a sense where there's a lot of posts out there. Um, but when you find something, I feel like everything happens for a reason, mm -hmm. period. And I just threw it out there, just threw a little pebble in a pond and said, 
hey, I'm looking for looking to interview emerging entrepreneurs on my podcast show. I had 300 responses. <laughs> I and when I responded, I'm like, she's not gonna call me. <laughs> and you oh, did. You, you responded. I'm like, oh, oh, she's real oh. ready. Okay. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, I'm ready, ready. I was like, she's <laughs> ready. Okay. I actually found my uh, virtual assistant in that group. It's really noisy, like you said, but for some reason, the when I do engage in it i always leave with a nugget i either leave with a resource or i learn something even the ladies someone may post a question and people respond to the train a very very active and very highly engaged group it is and i've even started my own group joy to girl very simple but i struggle with being consistent mm-hmm. okay and that is what i'm working on now is first of all Scaling back on all of the things that I'm doing, I cannot be a do-it-yourself entrepreneur. I, I have the podcast, I have one-on-one business coaching classes. It's too much. And I'm also a project portfolio manager, just got a promotion portfolio manager mm-hmm. by day. Um, but it's a lot of moving parts. However, I love it. And I absolutely thrive in community settings, group settings. I'll work by myself, but I'll definitely thrive when I'm working with my other, especially entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. I love it. My clients and my friends would be like, Joe, I don't understand. (laughs) Why is it that you take joy in showing me how to cure my EIN number? I'm like, (laughs) I don't, it just feels natural to me. And that's the project manager in me, Mm -hmm. you know, just having a project, understanding the scope and the need, the objectives, then we map out a plan after we figured out, okay, here's what your objectives are. Let's work through exactly the actionable steps that you need to take and add a timeline to it. And now I'm holding you accountable. So let's meet next week. And you know, I feel like social work is a project managing people, right? Mm-hmm. And managing yeah. goals and managing resources. So it's the same thought process because people think, oh no, this is so different. Actually, it really isn't. Right. You set a goal, you set a day, a d- deadline, and you, you know, you break it down into smaller parts and then you work towards it. And that's really what this has been. Like even now, any goal that I have for 2023, I'm like, okay, how do I break it down into smaller parts? So January, I'll work on something, you know, and there are things I might've reached out to people this month or last month. Okay. I'll follow up again in January. You, you break it down, you make it manageable. You do one thing a week. Um, and that way I'm not overwhelmed because it can be very overwhelming, you know? Oh, yes. And you you have to start putting processes in place to function. Like if I stepped away, I could tell someone, okay, log into my spreadsheet and look this up for me. To your point, breaking it down, mm-hmm. right, and manageable pieces, I've learned how to apply project management with the entrepreneur track and business coaching where my clients will say, I will, I, well, I want this and I want that. And it's a huge wedding cake, everything that's on the vision board. Mm-hmm. So I simply say, let's take a step back. And I use those project management methodologies and break that down into a actual project plan and, and into an actual schedule, milestone tracking, risk mitigation, because I'll say, okay, we have everything mapped down to the wire, to the day of the week, but you have to apply a contingency plan 
Mm-hmm. What if you're tired and you're having a bad day mm-hmm. or you have to go pick up your son from school and they're sick? So you have to allow yourself the contingency plan to rest some days for life to life because life is going to life. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> so just mm-hmm. simply set the goal for the week. I am going to develop four social media posts. And if you do that all day on Sunday or if you do that on Tuesday and Thursday, guess what? You got it done. Yeah. Sometimes it's really and truly that simple. So with that being said, challenges. What are some of the challenges or a specific challenge that you had to overcome that I was? It was really the, I can't, like in the beginning, I can't afford a website. I can't afford a virtual assistant. I can't. But if you um, look at the dollar behind it, like, okay, if this person is able to do X, Y, and Z for me, and I'm able to make this much more sales, then I can't afford it, right? But it's if you go into it thinking, I can't, I can't, that they call it a lack of mindset. Like yeah. just going into applying that in your business is so detrimental. Um, had I thought the way I think now, when I started, I would have made probably bolder moves. Um, I, I might have grown faster sooner. And it really was the mind work. Like, oh, I can't do this. I can't afford this. I can't do a big expo. I can't be a sponsor for an event. Like after you do it, you're like, why did I think I can do this again? Like, it was so silly. Like just really anyone that's starting up on their journey, I really want you to do the mind work and pay attention to what you're thinking about your business. My business was a thought and it manifested itself. Thoughts are powerful and don't get in your way. Sometimes we get in our own ways. There's no need for that. Success is such a grand stage. Like get on the stage and get on there and and give it your best. Phenomenal advice because it starts with our thoughts, right? Those are seeds that definitely become action and it becomes what we do on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And if you have to retrain your way of thinking, because the old version of you is used to doing things a certain way and thinking a certain way. Mm -hmm. But the new entrepreneur, you have to change your daily behavior. If you're used to coming home from work and you have a family, you have to cook, you have to help the children with their homework, then you have to clean and self-care. But you also have to carve out 30 minutes in an hour to check emails, create invoices, review your website because you've hired a website developer for it. Mm-hmm. really investing that time and that effort and pushing past the comfort zone and really just embracing being uncomfortable, but it's temporary. Mm-hmm. That's how you know you're growing when you're uncomfortable. Like for me, stepping into this podcast space, I was so nervous for nothing. And it was all because of the I don't knows. Here we are seven years later when I first had the idea, wanted to start my podcast. The barrier to entry is far different from 2015, from 2012. And the t-shirt industry, the barrier to entry has definitely changed. And I commend the internet for that because we have the resources to research. What was by far the easiest for you to start or a situation for you to start your t-shirt business? Like, what was it that you thought for a second, like, oh my gosh, that seems like a lot, but oh, that was fairly easy. Once I found a local printer, um, I didn't have to deal with the drop shipping because there are different ways that you can do it. You can have your design, 
drop shipper and send it straight to the customer, but I wanted to have control over seeing the product before it got into my customer's hands. So for me, the model of working with a local printer just worked better. Like I can walk into the shop and, you know, and see it at the time to print. I really didn't have it because I still work. That was the part where it was like, once I had a solid printer and someone that the quality was good and who was consistent, it was like, okay, I could, I could, I could do this. Like when customers were like, thank you. Oh my God, my shirt was so good. It came out just how I thought. I'm like, wow, I can really, I really relied on this person. And he's come through, was it three, four years that we've been collaborating together. So that might've been the factor that I wouldn't start. Oh, I don't know how to print. I don't know how to use a heat press machine. So putting that confidence in someone else and faith, right? That this person is going to deliver quality product every single time. Then I can, that frees me up to do all the marketing and the, the, the other designs and the networking and the scaling up. So you really have to know what model works for you. For me, and even now, just the thought of like, oh my God, what if he stops printing that I have to rely on someone else? I don't know if I can put confidence in another individual like that, but this works and he's gotten me this far and I'm so grateful for him for that. But that was the piece for me. It was like, once I had a solid print shop and I know he's there, it's like, okay, let's rock. Help listeners understand the difference between a brick and mortar printer and you receiving your product from drop shipping because that has been a new term that I've been so seeing a lot lately. Is, it's, it's someone like him, like literally he can drop ship. You send, you email your order, he prints the design and he ships it straight to your customer. Got it. So you never, you, the business owner never see your product, but the customer gets it. You get the tracking information. So it's like this virtual person doing all that work for you. But for me, I don't mind going to the post office. I want to see the quality of the shirt. I want to insert my motivational cards. It's personal for me. So I need to touch it and feel like I'm touching my customer when it goes out, you know, and maybe in a couple years, I may feel differently, but for me now that works, you know, and drop shipping their costs associated with it. There's room for error when you don't see your product and then the customer's mad and they don't return my customers return they get the right size they get the right quality if there's an error i can catch it before they get it you know you just keep that in mind like how much do you want to put in the hands of another like a customer that's dissatisfied may never return to you was it worth it so you have to think of the uh, the costs and benefits of both processes that's very helpful to know yeah. <laughs> You order something online and the, the, the order comes jacked up. The owner doesn't know that you got a bad order. Like something went wrong along the way. And the more people involved, the more room for error there is. And that's, that's exactly what when they order from your website, for example, mm -hmm. and they click submit purchase, mm -hmm. the order comes directly to you. Mm -hmm. You work with your printer who was local, mm -hmm. you pick up the product, look at it, I ship it to create. You. You, and you ship it to them uh -huh. versus drop ship is where if they click purchase the the drop company. ship vendor or company uh -huh. Uh -huh. receives your order process the order and ships it to the customer directly yes. and you have no clue what it looks like no clue what it looks like you're getting the tracking number and pray that that's the yeah. right thing in crossing there. your fingers uh-huh uh-huh 
that's good to know. And I love that you definitely take pride in building a customer relationship, making sure that the quality of your product is there and meets and exceeds your customer's expectations. Mm -hmm. How would you detail to someone who says, you know what, I would love to start a t-shirt business. What is the first piece of advice that you give someone? Grab my ebook. I have all the details in there. I actually wrote an ebook because okay. after I learned the process, I'm like, if someone had given me a book when I started with all this information, do you know how much time it would have saved me? So all there are other people that um, a few people have purchased the book and have launched their t-shirt lines. I thought I thought it was an excellent way to reach and help others. I always believe in giving back, and, and it just takes a lot of time to acquire what type, what brand shirt should I use. Where do I go to buy the shirts? What's the difference between heat press, the machine, and this? It's like a whole other uh, language that, that printers speak, and you better know it, right, if you're coming into their game. I definitely would implore you to go to my website, check out my ebook. There's a lot of information in there, a lot of tracking tools, vendor lists, processes, Anything in there is literally what I mean. So it's not fluff. I didn't just say, oh, let me go write a book to make money. No. Imagine two years of trial and error and figuring things out all in one place. I was like, it's like my baby. It's my gem. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, again, there's no excuse, guys. If you <laughs> are inspired or have it on your vision board to start your own t-shirt company. Do it. Give us your information. Give us your website, the name of the ebook, as well as your social media handles so that customers and clients and listeners can get in contact with you. www.designsbyt, and that's T-E-E, the number three, dot com. Um, and it's the same thing, Designs by T3 on Facebook and Instagram. And when you go to my website at the top right, it has how to start a t-shirt line. And then when you click on it, it's a digital product. You will get the, it comes straight to your inbox. I also have other digital products on there. Guided Journal. There are two versions on there. There's a lot in store coming up. I'm working. I have several projects I'm working on to expand. You're not limited to just T-shirts. My goal is to have like an online boutique that way you can go and find other items that you want, other motivational items, whether it's a candle or a journal or self-help book things that I utilize and things that I know other social workers would utilize and other moms and other entrepreneurs. I'm creating this community. Um, and it's not just for me, you know, everything that's on here, it's something that I've used or created or that I see a need for. So it's more than just a t-shirt line. I implore you to join me on this journey. It's exciting. Follow me on social media. If you're having an event or sponsorship, family reunion, we help with all of that and just know that you're in good hands when you work with us. Well, I'll definitely have to keep in touch because I have my Celebrations of Courage event coming up in June in Brooklyn. Okay. So I yeah, would love so. to be there and support. Hey, listen, Designs by T. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We will definitely be in touch and I will have to interview you again in a couple of months just to check in. We're going to celebrate, like I said, at the Celebration of Courage event together in person in June. Any closing words or pearls of wisdom you would like to leave us with? Just the word purpose has been uh, servicing for me. So I want all the listeners to really identify what's your life purpose. 
And whatever that is, go for it. Don't let anything stop you. Take no prisoners and go all the way in. Just know why you were created, what you're created for, and do that thing. Find your tribe, find you a good coach like Miss Joe, right? And really do the work that's required to get you the results that you want. Live a purposeful life and everything else just unfolds beautifully. Now that is beautiful in itself. Thank you so much, love. I appreciate your time. Thank you. I'm so happy that you had me. Of course. Thank you for joining and listening in. We greatly appreciate your time. To learn more about our business development classes, such as how to start a business, business plan development, and if you have a Wix website and you're struggling with updates, we got you. I'm also excited to announce that we've launched our new Entrepreneur Roadmap and Execution Planner along with the class. The class is maxed out at 14 registrants, therefore the class books very fast. However, we do have waitlists available. Sign up at joytutor.com. Also, last but not least, you can follow us on all the social medias at Joy Tutor or Joy Tutor Inc. Until next time, take care.